0: While the rest of the AFL media fraternity sun themselves up and have a week off up in the Gold Coast, we are here in Melbourne with two of the biggest names, two superstars, the biggest names in media, Matthew Richardson, Nathan Brown. Good morning to you. I
1: can't see him. him. (laughs) Where is he? I cannot see. Oh, I oh he's not camel- camel- oh, oh, camo. Have a look at him. Oh, look oh, 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 oh. Where you been? You have been out uh, pig shooting, Where are you, Hum? How
0: long <laughs> have you been? What, see, so you guys got to get into the camera <laughs> up about his hat. If you are listening, I'm wearing a camouflage hat. And a T-shirt. And a khaki T-shirt. What and the you? boys have sat there and gone, let's <laughs> make a joke about Hummer's hat. What are you doing? I'm just... I'm. This matches. It's a good outfit. Dale <laughs> said I looked really good as I left this morning. I had a bit of a strut as I walked out the house. She
2: couldn't see you, though. How does she know if you look? Uh, she asleep?
0: No, she actually... She said, jeez, you're looking good today. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Pleased. yeah. I come in here and just get absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Hey, good news here in Melbourne. We like to... <laughs> Remember
1: Warren Cofford, who was our fitness coach, um, and we met him up in New York that time, oh, yeah. and uh, he'd been wearing these shoes and we were in the pub and we did the same sort of thing. There was these real awful green diesels. Oh, horrible. And yeah. uh, we absolutely gave <laughs> to him about these green diesels. We're walking in New York and he got, we got in his head that much that he took them off. <laughs> walking down a street in New York and put them in a bin and walked in his socks. It was the middle of winter too. It was ice on the footpath. <laughs> uh, current fitness coach of the West Coast Eagles here. Yeah. Is. Good news down here in Melbourne,
0: 12 cases. Dan, yes. the man, might just be giving us a few more of our liberties back on Sunday, think? You've been following this closely, Mum. What do you think? I, I, closely, do you think? Yeah. I think we might be getting golf back. Because it's an out. I think he's going to give us outdoor recreational right. activities, which will be great. for What about for our a few sponsors? more visitors? He's going to us right? tennis
1: back. I like to play you know, tennis with Julian Fishing, Valance.
0: Tennis, anything like that that you can be done outdoors. I think he will give back to us, and he- I think he should. They-, they should repay the great work the state is doing. How's it so that-
1: been going, Dan? In your eyes, you're a political expert.
0: I we have. I'm not going to comment because <laughs> labor, I think we've been told labor. to leave it alone oh, from our listeners, from our bosses. Just to it's just let people it, let are sick go. of it.
1: They yeah, are sick of are it. Sick of so it. when you got told to let the Gary Lyon one go, you you, you remembered well, that as you well. You kept bringing it up. You were the one that kept bringing it up. Uh, Taylor May would be very happy. Our good sponsors
0: will be in getting fitted for clubs hopefully very, very soon. And a big shout-out to all those recovering from Mad Monday. Of course, those in Victoria didn't get to celebrate Mad Monday this year. At a, uh, at, well, I guess at an AFL level there was no Mad Monday yeah. to speak of whatsoever. At a local level, it's good to see on Instagram that still a few uh, clubs out west and south and up north still enjoying it, which is fantastic. But last week we spoke about some vision that we didn't have at the time, but it was just classic vision. And now, if this vision doesn't sum up what it was like in the 90s, especially as an AFL footballer and in just the wider community, nothing else will. Let's have a look.
1: I disagree. I think Jason Dunstall will win for Mick McGowan and Paul Ruse. Young well, Eddie, meantime, at Footscray, hey, the players he? today were unwinding after their season came to an abrupt end at the hands of Geelong on Saturday. Their only cause for joy now is for Scott Wine or Tony Lippertori to win the Brownlow. Well,
2: the Bulldogs were... Appointed naturally with their loss at the weekend, today
1: they
0: acknowledged they had come a long way, but their taste of September success is is not enough.
2: I mean, that's gonna be the big test that uh, whether we can go on in 93, and uh, I mean, we've really got
0: to make the grand final next year, and it's gonna be a big test on us for the pre-season. We've we've just got to work towards, you know, 93 grand final. We're pretty happy at the way things have gone, things are going this year, and uh, And uh, hopefully we can build on for next year.
1: Atkins is another chance tonight in the Brownlow. He needs something to pick up his spirit Two nights on the town with his mates has been enough for girlfriend <laughs> Shannon, who delivered his belongings and his eviction notice to the Albert Hotel today. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah, I think that'll work itself out though. I don't think it'll <laughs> work, work out it actually. <laughs> it certainly is,
1: yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a joke though, I think. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Specialist coach Robert McGee, a member of Richmond's 73 and 74 premiership sides, says it's an occupational hazard.
0: Try and find 13 mates in 74, we had too, so. Well, it's a team game, so you may as well keep it up as a team game and see if you can get
2: 13 mates to be in the uh, divorcee's club.
0: <laughs> We're just sitting here having a few drinks and you'll see the dry cleaner come through. and, and uh, What do you call it? The uh, washing machine and his golf clubs and the uh, poor blokes be kicked out of our home. But uh, uh, I think the girls should understand. I mean, it's, they only do it once, once in a year and that's it. But. Uh, Oh well, isn't Give that him another chance. Is just that fantastic?
2: Is that it? encapsulates the '90s right there.
1: Just the, what about the how, old do you Ax, how do you reckon Axe went? Did it all
2: sort itself out for him? I'm not certain that it sorted itself <laughs> out. <laughs> That's, what about the fish and chips on the old paper? How good's that?
0: Hey, before we dive into the show proper, I just wanted to bring something to attention and the attention of our listeners because we love multis. We love same game multis at this show. We had a couple of just monsters. Now that we're talking, this would be life changing. Now the first one I want to look at. There's a a bunch of uh, mates led Is that by the Nelson. NFL one? Yeah, the NFL yeah. one. Now he they had put they put on a uh, they pick a leg from a, a match of all 15 matches yeah. over the NFL weekend. They've been doing it for five years. They only put six bucks on it. They had come down to the last so every game, week for five every years. Every week for five right? years. I assume maybe that maybe they've had a couple hit. This one, they put six dollars on it. The odds were paying thirty three thousand seven hundred and twenty nine. They got to the last game of the year of the of the round. They needed Jared Cook to get a touchdown, and he got one in the third quarter. Now, can you wow. just imagine? They put six dollars on that. Two hundred and two thousand dollars to five mates. That's good. Isn't wow! It? Can you just imagine what that would feel like? And there was so another one
1: as well. So you want to trust the bloke who's so putting the, the bets on, wouldn't you? So over the oh, five yeah. years, is Correct.
2: it six dollars every week they've put on? Is it just?
0: Yeah, probably six bucks. So think it's, cost that, them, it's cost
2: them It's cost a hundred bucks a season yeah. over five seasons. So they've invested five hundred dollars to win.
0: So like, ima- just imagine uh, the group mates. Hopefully, not in Victoria, but imagine that feeling. Yeah. I guess you've won a group quaddie and stuff like that, which is fun, but 200 that's smackers. That's yeah. a big one. There was another one. This bloke has had 19 legs. It's just across everything. It's gone over AFL, NRL, $125 he's whacked on it. So that's a big crack, $33,000. Wow.
1: I yeah, so got a $50 same-game multi last week uh, for the Brisbane-Carlton game, right? So it was at $9. You got it up. Got it up. I got it up. Right. So I had Brisbane head-to-head. I had Sam Walsh to get more than 20 disposals. Yep. I had Hugh McGluggage to get more than 15. He smashed that. Harry Mackay kicked three goals. I had him in for two. So that was the value, Harry McKay kicking two yeah. goals. The one I was worried about and the one I was stressed about was Jared Lyons to get more than 20 disposals. Gets 20 every week, doesn't he? He does, but he only had 11 at three-quarter time. So he needed nine in the last quarter. And obviously Brisbane winning this game easy. It's a wet game too. And I'm sitting on the couch watching it on the iPad and Christine's watching the TV and I'm sort of like
0: <laughs> moving <laughs> like every time bum. he went near the footy, I'm
1: like, run. <laughs> and uh, she's going, what, 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 what are you doing? They're, they're winning easy. What, what, what's the matter? And she didn't know that oh, yeah. the same game multi
0: Keep
1: that. So got, uh, he started to get a fair bit of the ball early in the last quarter and it got down to 36 seconds to go <laughs> and he still needed two. He still needed two in 36 seconds. Now, he has got a kick at half back, and he's kicked this mongrel to half forward, right? And they've fisted it back. There was a bit of a pack, a bit of a roll on. Got down to eight seconds, and the ball found its way back to him. He's picked it up, right? And he's being tackled, and he goes to handball it. And I swear, he misses this. I swear, if you watch the replay, yeah, his yeah. hand misses the ball. He got a stat for it. Oh. He got the twenty. It was the last handball so what, of the game. There was no stat after did that. Did you go up or did you refrain yourself? I refrained myself. Well, was How much did you win? Nine uh, at four hundred
0: and fifty. Four hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, yeah. Not bad, I tell you. So you just the uh, the lucrative COVID period just runs on for Nathan Brown. But speaking of multis, now we've been talking about the, our our multi that we've been putting on each week. Admittedly, it has been an absolute disaster debacle. We've hit we hit one very first <laughs> week. Last week I went the Hawks. You got into me. They were paying yep. two dollars thirty. It was a great bet. You went Melbourne at the line. That was a fantastic bet. They yep. got up there. Richo, you went Hawkins to kick three. He kicked two, mm, so he missed boys. again. But he was playing. Is that a I bad can week, announce, you? Yeah. I can announce. I don't
2: hey, I'm just warning you, hum. As this show wears on today, he is getting under Good. my skin. stop him. Do it. I've had enough. He's just cheeky. I've you had would enough dest- of him, Rich. I would destroy you as well. You would be absolutely. He knows that. Caps. He knows that. I've seen Jake King beat him before. He's a bit of a. Yeah, but up. Jake King has got a lot more tools. Have you than seen what had, Jake King
0: at the moment? He's huge. Oh my god, he's a yeah. ball he's of muscle. He's pushing muscles. some steel around. Richard, you've been getting into me? <laughs> he's pushing a lot of steel you've around. You've been isn't getting he? into me about that we've we haven't been able to work out how we're awarding this yeah. this cash. Now there's still a few Good. weeks in, so hopefully we can buffer this up. But I can say. it. The $550 that is in there now, right. plus whatever we win for the rest of the season, we're going to try extra hard because we've finally got a mechanic to give this cash away. Brandy, you know the Hotham yep. and how back <clears> the <throat> battler, Whereas local footy clubs or local cricket clubs, rugby league, golf, doesn't matter, whoever is struggling, they can get involved in the Hotham, put their name down. If they get selected, that they'll have a Hotham horse running on their behalf. We are now going to say the horse that comes last, if you're the club associated with that horse, you will get our cash Beautiful. Oh, Good so, stuff, right. um, We've got no... Brandy, it took top. you,
2: what, 18 weeks. Well done.
0: We got there in the end and it wasn't even my <laughs> idea. <laughs> hey, Brownie, last week... We told you to do a top five Rising Star. Did. You didn't yep. do it. This week, we were going through the run sheet two minutes that's, before the show started. That will be announced tonight at the awards, yep.
2: All-Australian, MVP Rising Star. We spoke about it all, all week, yep. all
0: week yep. in the WhatsApp. Yep. We got here two minutes before the Hasn't show started. Hasn't I've got it right Have it. you done it? <gasps> yeah, I've
2: all done right. it. We'll so here's, it. See, here's Brownie's top five in the Rising Star.
1: So this won't be the top five that gets read out tonight, but I think uh, from a small sample size, I'm still giving Matt Rao the best player. In the Rising Star He only played a couple of games But he took the competition I by think, storm I think that's clear that he's going to be the best player Yep, yeah. so I'm giving that to Matty Rowell I'm giving the four votes So I've got five, five to one here Four votes to Caleb Sarong. I thought for a young man Bit of a bull of a man He did really well Three votes to Ben King. Uh, played at the Gold Coast. Yep. His brother obviously played at St Kilda where the supply was a lot better. Kicked 25 goals this year, Ben King, and I thought that he got his hands to a lot more than he could have marked. He's so- not eligible though. Uh, isn't he? No, he got. he was nominated last year. Oh, okay. Well, that- So you want to make that that's Max King That's what
0: researched that would have found out around <laughs> If he had have read wow. the
1: WhatsApp group <laughs> during the week. <laughs> okay, so it, Ben can stay in there. So I gave two votes to, I thought, Will Day at Hawthorne. Yep. I thought I he is going to be a very, very good player. Played 11 games yeah, this year, yeah. a lot of touches and some important touches too. And I gave one vote to Noah Anderson. Mm-hmm. I left Super. Isaac Rankin out. He was just outside that. That. Now another accolade awarded tonight, which
0: many say is a prob is maybe even a better indication of who re- truly is the best player yeah. of the of the do, year, do, rather than the Brownlow. Do you
2: think it's the MVP, which is tonight? Or well, I think the Coaches Association awards the best one to win. Oh yes, They're, when's but, that? Don't know. Be in the next MVP few days.
0: tonight, Brownie. Have you it got might your be tonight? Actually.
2: Oh, oh
1: no. Yes, I have. <laughs> 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 what do you? You see this run sheet. No, it was just who's going to win the MVP. You asked me if I had, and I have. Oh, yeah. I think the most valuable player this season has been Tom Hawkins. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, outside, like, they've got Dangerfield, they've got some wonderful players, Selwood, but Lockie Neal has had a lot of help. Uh, but to play tall forward in a competition like this at the moment where defence is the key, yeah. you're not getting a lot of looks at it, I think Tom Hawkins is the most valuable player in the comp right Yeah, I agree. I think he's
2: been the best player all year. He's kicked 10 more goals than the next best. So in a normal year, that's 20, 25 more, I reckon, if you look at it on, on a... You know, pro rata sort mm. of basis, and then he's had the most goal assists as well yep. in the competition. So,
1: can't argue with that.
2: Tommy Hawkins.
0: Now, at the other end of the spectrum, tonight we like to celebrate the best players in the comp. As this time of year, we have delistings and retirements. So, I'm just going through the list now. Are there any that you're surprised at? I think let's start with North Melbourne because that's obviously you know. I like what they're doing. I like that they're finally going, we're not going to sit on the fence. We have to. We, 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 can't, yeah. we, we can't. we care. And p- players like Ben Brown, who you know are still very good players, but he's <clears> not <throat> going to fit into the mould of, of the new North Melbourne.
2: Yeah. I,
1: so do you, are, you, are you saying who's been delisted or who may be traded as well? Well,
0: yeah, who may be traded as I, well. I North think-
1: Melbourne are in a position where they're paying for their own mistakes, though. They thought that 18 months ago or even the start of this year that they were premiership material now – Anybody who looked at that list outside of North Melbourne thought... Champion data rated that list number six at the start of the They are not a premiership side and no. they got top-up players. Uh, Brisbane did it many years ago and they got Favola, Maguire, um, Xavier Clark was. Another. They thought they were on the cusp of a premiership and they got it wrong. Hawthorne, are about the only club that's brought in yeah. talent. Richmond have done it really well now as well. But I think they got it so wrong 18 months ago and now a lot of these players are paying for that. Ben Brown, 60 goals three years in a row. This is the best thing for Ben Brown, to go to another footy club because over the next couple of years, he's going to be starved of opportunity. He's not going to kick the goals he's been, but it's hard to kick 60 goals in a season, Matt, let alone three years in a row. And the service he got this year was a disgrace. And I think the best thing for Ben Brown is to be at a club where he is going to be able to kick 50-plus goals. So on the flip side of that, I, I think North Melbourne, it's a big
2: risk getting rid of Ben Brown. I, I just think this year, you, you sort of discount this year. Mm-hmm. It's like you give him a mulligan for this year, Ben Brown, because he was injured early in the year. He was carrying, you know, his knee was crook at the start of the year. North Melbourne's ball movement was horrible at the oh. start of the year. They were going long down the line all of the time. Then, obviously, they went to Queensland. The dewy conditions at night up there just didn't suit Ben Brown as a leading forward. They come back here next year, they get back to Marvel Stadium where Ben Brown kicks a lot of goals, a faster deck. I just think Ben Brown next year would come back if he was still at North Melbourne. He'll give you 50 goals, so it's a big risk by North Melbourne. What do you think Sean Higgins will do?
1: It's a strange one. So you've already left a club um, and you've gone to another club and you've been a really good player at that club. Now you're 31 in their hour of need. Does Sean Higgins go or does the footy club go, well, you know, we're going to help you go? I reckon... I reckon they'll sit down
2: together and I reckon the club will say, you've been such a good player here. We understand that we're going in a different direction. You're 32. You've probably got two years of footy left in you. Um, We would not be disappointed if you said you wanted to go somewhere else. And I reckon Sean might go, hey, I want to win a premiership. And he's a Geelong Falcons boy. Is that right? Yep. I reckon Geelong have been linked to him before. I reckon reckon Geelong will have a look at him and they'll probably get him pretty cheaply.
0: Is there a club that is ever linked to more players than Geelong? (laughs) They are. Every year it's always Geelong. You know why?
2: Because they're a destination. Yeah. Look, they play in a prelim every single year. Why wouldn't you want to go to Geelong?
0: Where will Ben Brown go,
1: do you think? Well, I'd be looking at a club that needs a forward line and I'd, I'd be looking at a club that's going to play finals. I think Collingwood... Is a very good fit salary for Salary cap issues. Though. They will have some salary cap issues, but Ben Brown is not commanding the 750 that he was yeah. at the start of the year. I think you get Ben Brown for 500. Would I be yeah. right in saying yeah. 500? I think that's I think right. he should be taking 500 at the moment the way he's played this year. So Collingwood are definitely an option. I think, I think Melbourne are definitely an option for Ben Brown. I still think they've got a good enough list mm. to play finals again next year. And- Wiedemann's not the answer. I think Wiedemann is a great second, third yeah. stringer. But if they could have Ben Brown leading out, you've got Bailey Fritch, you've got um, Jake the Snake Melksham. I think that 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 is the glue that could put Melbourne's forward line together. Yeah, I think that they're good
2: options. I think if Joe Danaher decides to leave Essendon, which I think it looks like he's going to, Ben Brown may look at Essendon, but they're probably not a finals contender next year with the list changes they're having. Um, I think Collingwood, and I'm hearing Collingwood are pretty keen on him. You, You have a look at their forward line. Mason Cox played okay last week, but been in and out of the team. Um... If I was Ben Brown, I think Collingwood would be a good fit. They need a tall forward, consistent tall forward.
0: Just a couple of names I just want to bounce off of you and tell me if you think they will find another club. Uh, ben Silvani from Carlton was delisted with
2: no. he No, I don't think
0: so. Not picked up. Um, Sean McKernan from Essendon will be picked
2: up. No, nah, been in the system a long time. Be probably doubtful. Not with list sizes being reduced,
1: Hummer as well. He yeah. retired though, didn't he, too?
0: No, delisted. No, okay. I, th- I
1: think he's still delisted. happy to go.
0: Uh, Magic Door. Will Magic Door get picked up?
1: No. Mason
2: Wood,
0: so. Marley Williams, Jasper Pitt. Geez.
2: Yeah, a lot of these guys probably in previous years would get picked up, Hummer. But the fact that they're being delisted is because the list sizes are reducing <laughs> next year because of the COVID. So, yeah, I don't see many of them getting another option. Was
0: there a, ever a discussion when you both retired that, like, did you make the decision entirely on yourself or was there suggestions that perhaps you may not be offered a new contract?
1: Uh, well, there was the talk for me that maybe that club was going in a different direction um, and then I'd also hurt my groin and I had a chat to St Kilda and then... Oh, did you? I didn't know that. What, after yeah. Richmond? Did uh, yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I had a chat to St yeah. Kilda back then. What, was um, that Ross Lyon? Uh, it was Ross. I think they, they were, they were right in a premiership window. Well, then. they played in the in, yeah. It was 2010. Yeah. and it was the bounce of the ball away from Stephen Mills. They never told me that, Hummer. There uh, so you go. Mate, event- that's our soundbite. They eventually yeah. took um, oh, who'd they go for? Who was number thirteen of the Bombers? I can't remember his name. I don't know. It's your stuff. Fast player <laughs> off the halfback flank. Anyway, it didn't work out, huh? <laughs>
2: I retired because I was injured and it was my decision. And then came
0: back the next year with (laughs) 300 kids on your record. Before we move on, I just want to chat about now Eddie Maguire, who no one in this room, especially you two, would say a bad word about, got caught at a nightclub. But why can't he go? Correct. Why couldn't he come? But he he should be allowed to do that. He's he's not in a hub, he's allowed to go and have. We're just trying to create a story. We are. But the best part about it was the excuse that he gave. What was it? He said that the research he was in there was doing research, so he could see how similar nightclubs in Melbourne. Korea, oh come on! Which is just a fantastic. I'd
2: excuse. love to do it. Go to a nightclub and do exactly. a bit of research. Harley
0: Benell had also had an excuse. I think it's something about picking up a car seat for his for his kid or something like that. That was a, the reason yeah, he was there. It made me think. You guys would have been. You know, you have recovery sessions. You have missed training sessions. You have press events. Have you? Have, is there any good excuses that you can recall from Melbourne? Oh, well, I can remember a couple
2: of quick ones. Brian Taylor once. Back in the day, Punt Road Oval up in the Social Club, it was one of the best nightclubs in Melbourne, a bit like Morabin. They yeah. had the Morabin disco, the St Kilda disco. Well, BT was playing against Fitzroy at the MCG on a Saturday afternoon for Richmond, selected in the senior team on Thursday night. And uh, BT decided to go to the Richmond Disco on the Friday night before he was playing Fitzroy. (laughs) Had some mates over for Mandurah. This is exactly right. So the club found out about it, that BT was at the Richmond Disco at 3am. Pretty obvious. You're going to get caught, Brian. You're the (laughs) full forward for the club. You're playing the next day. So he actually played. Kick six, kick six. And then the club uh, pulled him in on the Monday and said, mate, what were you doing at the disco? He said, oh, I had a couple of mates over from Perth. And, you know, they wouldn't be able to get in, but I went down to get him in. And they said, look, come in and have one drink. And think one thing led to another. And uh, he had a lot of drinks and stayed till 3am. They, they <laughs> dropped him and fined him the next week. And the other one was uh, Johnny Rombotis that played for Richmond. Pre-season game in Tasmania back in Danny Frawley's era. I think it was 2000. We had an early flight to Tassie, 7:30 a.m. Now, Melbourne was going through a heat wave at this stage. And the government had asked people to not use their air conditioners. You know, there were you know oh. blackouts, all that sort yep. of thing. So Rombo reckoned he followed the guidelines and didn't turn his air conditioner on when he went to bed the Friday night before the game, couldn't sleep. Tossed and turned all night, sweating up a storm, eventually fell asleep at about 5:30 a.m., slept like a baby till 9.30, woke up, missed the plane to Tassie. The rest of us are already oh. down there. <laughs> So he rings the team manager, they get him on the next flight, which was a 12 o'clock flight, flies into Launceston, gets in a taxi on his way to York Park to play in the game. Taxi breaks down. This is his excuse. Taxi (laughs) breaks down, lack of fuel, right? So the taxi (laughs) then has to radio to get another taxi in Tassie, in Lonnie, not many taxis, took about another half an hour. So Rombo finally rolled up to York Park, gave Danny Frawley his excuses, Spud went off his dial, put him on the bench, did not bring him on till three quarter time, and Spud, oh. Spud did this deliberately. Brisbane were on fire. Jason Akermanis was playing inside forward fifty, <laughs> so <laughs> Spud deliberately brings Rombo. I never played back pocket in his life. Puts him on Jason Akermanis, the last play of the game. The ball comes inside fifty. Brisbane need a goal to win. Fifty to himself. Him and Rombo isolated. Rombo slips over, (laughs) Acker picks it up, kicks the goal, wins the game. Rombo had grass cap boots on as well. (laughs) Spud asked him about
1: the boots after the game. So we had three excuses in the one day, Rombo. We played at the MCG uh, one day when I was at the Bulldogs and we had a function that night and I remember Shane Burse rocked up And he'd had a spray tan, and he was completely... (laughs) Because we had this function on later that that night, so he'd had a spray tan, right? But it had gone wrong. What function was was it? It was one of those 80s-style spray tans. He was um, He was orange. He turned orange, like not not brown. It was just a a bright... Looked like an Oompa Loompa almost, you know, that that glow they have. And anyway, so we played the game. We got belted by Hawthorne, and Peter Rowe was a coach in that year, so that was the year Terry Wallace had left. And went off his dial after the game, absolutely tore strips office, And he said, right, we have got a 6am session tomorrow morning. Uh, and noted that I think he understood that we had a function that night. And he goes, every player needs to be there. And every player needs to have written out their own match report. Oh. Um, so every player to write their own match report. So you had to rate your game. Had to rate the game. Um, and anyway, so we've got in there. About five to six, we're all looking around. There was a couple of people who weren't there. Paddy Bowden was one of them. He rocked up late, and Shane Burse was the other one. So had a good weekend, bursey He didn't get in till about six fifteen, right? And he's walked in, and um, his eyeballs are going back in his head. He would had a big night, and so we're all sort of giggling, bumping each other. And then bursey had to get up and, and do his match report. He gets up. He's the only one without a piece of paper. He gets up and he starts making the excuse that he didn't play that well yesterday. Um, because he didn't get much match time, much game time through the yeah. midfield. They put him half forward, he, you know, just couldn't get into the game and then he was off the bench. So it was game time. It was lack of opportunity. And then uh, Peter Road goes, um, so where's your match report? And he said, um, I, I, I couldn't find a pen this morning. <laughs> 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 and then Peter road has gone... Sit the F down. He goes, you've made a mockery this morning. He goes, you turned up to an AFL footy game yesterday and you are fucking orange.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it was the last time Bursey ever played for the Bulldogs. Oh. You know why he had the fake tan, though? Didn't you have – it was like a manpower yeah. night, wasn't <laughs> it was it? It was a and dance not, at
0: yeah. the oh. <laughs> Well, we put the call out on our socials for some excuses and we've got some absolute rippers in there. Now, <clears throat> 95% of them, we can't uh, – Republish, which is fine. (laughs) We do thank you for bringing them in, but there's a couple that we can. Uh, This one came from a bloke called Fozzie Jim. Mate wouldn't come out one night because his licence was about to expire and he said he was scared of looking too young. He's 32. <laughs> oh, come on. So that's man. an excuse why he didn't go out with these, the, the, the lads. Uh, my cousin once came home from a school as a 16-year-old with a big old hickey on his neck. My mom absol- the, His mum absolutely blew up and said, what is that? And he said, and I quote, it's not a hickey. Someone hit a golf ball over the school and it hit me in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is good. And the last one, um, oh, sunk dad's boat. Said it was because the bung wasn't left in its usual spot. That's the... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I the yeah, I know where We it get is. it, mate. Uh, mate got clipped out on... he got So he got belted on a Saturday night. Rocked up to work on Monday with his sunnies on and told the boss that he had eye surgery over the weekend and couldn't take the glasses off for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're very, very good... <clears throat> Brownie, there's something in the run sheet that you wanted to bring up. I'm not really sure why.
1: It certainly is, Sam. It certainly is. It's about you too. Now, you are this. Have a look at you today. You got the the camo on. Not, you you think you're a, a man's man. Don't I am you a think man's man. you're uh, like. You think you're like Michael Wall. Like you know the. The everyday guy, don't you? No, not at he all. He is. No, I reckon that's... Well, I think he is right. too. I yeah, think he right. is. And then every now and again, he does his PR job. Right. And well, he not sends every out- now and then. <laughs> I do it every day. <laughs> it's my job. He sends these emails you do. <laughs> about politics. And I don't think politics is your go. And no,
0: it's not. <laughs> he he, he I'll be honest. Every now
1: and again, turns into Laurie Oak. So he right. sends out these right. very, very serious political Richard emails. <laughs> It's, it's almost <laughs> like that, and I, I read them every time. And any time he, he has one, I, I write thanks, Laurie Oakes. Here. Yeah, so,
0: that or you send it about. I do because I like reality TV and everything like right. that. or and some. So you know, why, are you,
2: not, why are you trying to get into the political side of things?
0: Well, no, it's not. It's just that my, my role at, right. at Sportsbet. The makes it's,
1: comment it's about Joe Biden and these to, guys. Is to
0: get our brand in print, and right.
1: politics is a, is a good lever that we pull. Right. Um,
0: so thanks for that, Brownie, and I do appreciate the emails that you send belittling that my, my job every single day, which makes me feel <laughs> fantastic. Richo, what's doing your head in?
2: And it's doing my f***ing head in. Oh, look, uh, there's a lot of things to do my head in, Hum, as we know. Yep. Uh, and this week, I've been a bit edgy this week because of the old Australian stuff and the team's coming out, but that's, <laughs> Brownie's going to go into that a little bit later. So that's mainly what's doing my head in this week. You just can't get that job right. Um, the other thing that's doing my head in, and this is just a little one, yesterday morning. Now, we know in, in COVID-19, not many, not many retail outlets or food outlets that are still in business are taking cash, are they? Yep. No, no, you've no. got to tap and go. They don't want to handle the cash, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I do understand that. But yesterday I forgot my credit card and I had a $5 note in my pocket and I went in to get my coffee and I didn't realise I didn't have my card until after I'd ordered the coffee, you know, the strong latte. And I go to get my card. It's not there. I normally have it in my phone yep. here. Yep. I thought, geez, I've got five bucks, beauty. I said, oh, can I pay cash? They said, no, we don't accept cash. I said, yeah, I understand. I know all the reasons, blah, blah, blah. I haven't got my card, you know, I've already ordered the coffee. Can I give you cash? And they said, no, you can't. I said, look, I don't want any change. Here's the $5 note. I don't yeah, want any it. change. I'm just going to put it in your tip jar there and I'll take my strong flat white. Still wouldn't accept the cash.
1: Did That's- they give you the
2: coffee? No. <laughs> So I walked out. I was filthy. Yeah, did you know when you just really need a coffee? But then I did you give them, it. do you know who I am? No, I didn't. But I gave them <laughs> a real dirty look, Nathan. You know how I can get angry at things. And I walked out. I thought, that is just ridiculous. We're- Everyone's is this battling. Is it a- your house? Is yeah, it a it local is. place? Yeah, they've seen me there before.
1: Do they realise that you're like the mayor of Northcote?
2: You they are. I not know. I wouldn't have any idea who I am, okay. Nathan, because I'm just a normal citizen. But I thought to myself... Well, not really.
1: You're six foot six. You have massive be, lips. Everybody knows who you are. the lips <laughs> Yeah. Easy
2: you're
1: not them. a normal citizen, Matthew. But
0: why wouldn't you
2: accept Hipsters
1: that? Kipsers wouldn't know though.
0: What? Why wouldn't,
2: you, no why wouldn't you accept the $5? Yeah, that's bizarre. People Especially struggling. People put
0: it straight in the tip jar.
2: Everyone's struggling for money at the moment. Surely you take the $5. Come on. Yeah.
1: That what if they get COVID in. off the five dollars though?
2: Oh, but I didn't want them to touch the note. I was going to put it Somebody in the jar to for touch them.
1: The note. Surely they, they can could put it put straight in the jar. On. I agree with you. How long does I'm COVID
2: last to... on notes? Uh, Fair while. Seriously, yeah. you just take the fiver, don't you? You do.
0: Right, Trumpet award next.
2: Hey Tom, I'm I'm getting a bit concerned about Nathan bringing up my lips all the time. It's starting yeah, to hurt me a little bit.
1: You've been doing it well, for 20 years. I don't I know why you're worried about it now. It's why just gradually warming down. You know what will happen? Bop him and he'll <laughs> so you're stop. You're going to get bigger as you grow older too. That's you, right. You, your ears and you know your, your lips happens, just keep your growing. You know what
2: happens your face gets a bit more.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're going to get You bigger. should be <laughs> droop. That bottom one's going to start like, hitting the ground soon. <laughs> a trumpet award. I'm, I'm always, I've always got a bit of a pep in
0: my step when I sit down during the week and, and map out the leaderboard properly because right. it is a difficult process. It so shouldn't
1: be, but it is a difficult process. So you've had a pep in your step for two weeks? Uh,
0: I've done, done it three it or, or four times. Lockie Near leads the best on 15. Tom Hawkins on 10. Travis Boak, 9. Sam Golan 9. Toby Green, 9. Tim Kelly, 8. And Matt Rowell, 8. Well, for the worst ons, GWS on nine, Adelaide Crows on eight, Hawthorne on seven, steel Bottom on six, The Man That Shall Not Be Named on five, <laughs> Carlton on five, uh, and North Melbourne on five. Hummer, thankfully, off the list. Gee,
2: we just, we just gave Tom Hawkins the MVP before him. We didn't even have him top there.
1: Yeah, we had yeah. him second, though. Yeah, all right. You going? I gave one vote. These are the best ons to, to yep. start with. Daniel Rich, I thought he's game the other night. For an aging player, the way he kicked the footy, twenty two disposals his leg. Two goals. I think he needs to ensure that leg. I think it's an extraordinary foot. So one vote to Daniel Rich Uh, I gave two votes to Jack Gunston. The Hawks finished the season well, four goals, 18-odd possessions. I thought he was the Jack Gunston of old, just absolutely led them a merry dance. And three votes. I thought he had a massive week on and off the field, Paddy Dangerfield. He not only filmed Tom Brown and Damien Barrett, had that hilarity, but then he went out and kicked the three goals to beat the Swans when it was going to be top four or top five for Geelong and Paddy Dangerfield turned the game. That is... The mark of a champion, Matthew.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, my best. I gave one to Lockie Hunter. Yeah. He had a, she had a good game. Thirty-five disposals and a goal. Uh, that's a strong midfield. The Western Bulldogs have got, and they're all playing well. Uh, Lockie Hunter, one vote for me. I gave two to Jack Gunston as well. Gee, yep. finished the year off well. Quality finisher, Jack Gunston. Four goals and eleven marks. He really wanted to play well for his good mate, didn't he, Benny Stratton? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. How good was, by the way, how good was it seeing Stratton kick that goal? Yeah. That pass went all of seven metres this yeah, week Good on the umpire for yep. playing it. And I gave three to danger as well. If he didn't go forward and rip that game apart, Geelong would have missed the double chance because Sydney were right in that game. So that's a sign of a champion, as you said, Nathan. I'll just jump straight into the worst, will I? Yeah, Yeah. I gave one to GWS. Ooh, tops of that. They had to win to to have a chance of playing finals, and they got beaten by 10 goals by St Kilda. They're they're no good. They're no good. No, I wouldn't say that. I think they'll bounce back next year. Good signing, Stevie Johnson, for their forward coach. He'll get their ball movement going. Uh, To to the Gold Coast Suns. They just finished the year off poorly after starting so well. Um, they sort of just dropped off the radar in the last seven or eight weeks. And that was a bad way to finish, a 51-point loss. It just sits in your, in your guts all summer, that one. And three to Harley Burnell. just a bad decision. <laughs> Melbourne have given him a chance. He was going well. He's got his leg right. He's played some senior footy this year. I believe that they're going to offer him a one-year deal, and they probably still
1: will. But, gee, just... Big mistake. I agree, Matthew. I gave one vote to the All-Australian Selectors. Oh. I thought that uh, leaving out Stephen May. Come on, Matthew, we'll get because it you out. were involved and in the whole process. And I gave two no votes to, David, to David. the GWS Giants for the same reason that you did, and I gave three votes again to Harley Bennell.
0: All right. Well, on that, GWS now go to 12 on top of the worst leaderboard. Ahead of the You're Crows. lucky you didn't get three. Sam, uh, sorry, Patrick Dangerfield has now overtaken Tom Hawkins in 12. He's upset. So, he's... well. I I told you at the start of the show, I've
2: just about had enough of this bloke.
0: Well, we're about to get to a segment. We've got a a couple more little bits to tick off and then... Listeners, do not tune off because we are going to grill Matthew Richardson on his all-Australian selection. It's not, and this could blow up in here. I this am one of a panel of people. Save Richard. it. Save it for the segment. Save it for the grilling. Hey, let's just look quickly. AFL Premiership markets as it stands now. We are in the week off. Richmond three dollars twenty-five. Brisbane five twenty-five. The Cats five fifty. Port Adelaide six fifty. West Coast fifteen dollars. Don't bother your pennies there. I don't mind Port Adelaide at six
1: fifty. Uh, yeah, yeah, Richmond will win it, huh? 325.
0: I, I think Port
2: deserve to be favourites, but, you know, Richmond have a history of winning for big finals, so, yeah, they, they've got to be next on the line.
0: Uh, Norm Smith medal as well because you can get some value here. If there's a club that you think will be at least featuring or will probably winning. Port have got to make it, correct? don't you think? Well, you'd think so. so time Travis finals, Bowe, Travis yeah. Boat could. It's a, a tough game
1: win. against Geelong. 17 they goals. got routed yeah, against Geelong last year. Geelong are time. no good. But if you go off, what? if you that go, on, they beat well, Port by ten goals last time they played yeah, If there. you go off it's COVID form, season, if
2: you go off form though, going into that game, you you have to pick Port. Geelong's last two weeks haven't yeah, been great.
0: Average, yep. average. Dustin Martin heads the market for Norm Smith at eight dollars. Patrick Dangerfield at twelve. Lockie Neal at fourteen. Travis Boke at seventeen. So all the mate, the four, top four all have a representative in there, and then the Brownlow medal. Now Travis Boke's not a bad bet if they do make the grand final. That's what I was just saying seventeen bucks. Uh, just trying to get the low medal up here, but I've completely stuffed it. Do you know one thing I've never been good at? What? Is going through the Sportsbet app quickly. You know, if you do an integration.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, you're on the this radio. Well, you know, I, I, find it, you. I find it to be the most easy app to use. Thing. It is a, a very, very easy, easy app to
0: use. No, don't get me wrong. When, right, when you're <laughs> on a
1: Sportsbet program, you
0: <laughs> probably don't say you can't use no, it. I'm just saying I'm not. I get... Um, I get under pressure.
2: Yeah, I sort of get. A you bit... can't do. You know what you can't do, like a lot of men. You can't do two things at
0: once. No, both. I definitely can't. I certainly can't. Um, it is the easiest. Brown, app it is the easiest app, app and you'd be you can to use anything else. Uh, Browley Market without Neil, because he's going to win it. Spoke second.
1: Travis Spoke, three dollars twenty-five. These would have been better if you had got these up as graphics during the week, you know, rather than reading them out. You know you who, don't who I not read wouldn't.
0: the run sheet till two minutes before we get into the studio, and you're going to clip me about getting screamed. You know who
2: up. I wouldn't rule out. Of winning another Brownlow is Martin. Ooh. he would be top three. Richmond, how many games did Richmond won? 11 games? 12 games? No, 11 $13
0: games. $13 with that, Neil. 11 he'll
2: games Richmond can have him won. With Neil. He's probably in line in five or six of those games. He's, he'll
1: be on the podium, I reckon, Dusty. I reckon we've got Lockie Neal finish on 24 votes in our Brownlow show.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, um, uh, Steel on 9. The Brownlow
0: Both. show you seem to give a lot more attention <clears> to than this show.
1: No, that's not right, Hum. I give is an everything even, isn't it? I give everything even, <laughs> evenly. Oh, Everyone sorry.
2: got involved on the app yesterday just to talk about the show. Yeah, Nathan got involved at Nothing. five to eight yeah, this morning. This morning.
1: I mean, you've got four kids, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. Stop job relying,
0: say on kids. You're not the first person to have kids.
1: No, I'm not. I won't be the last either, Hummer, but my job's a lot harder than yours. Oh, hey,
0: stay tuned because after this, there's already tension in the room now. Wait until you see all there is. Between, I'm simply there's, going t- to, there's tension between you and Brownie. There's tension between me and Brownie.
2: I'm simply going, going to, going to be tension between talk Nathan this. through a process that he has no idea all about. All
0: right, up next, we grill Richo on the all-Australian debacle. <laughs> Debacle's a
2: bit harsh. <laughs> um. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone with debacle. <laughs> Richo
0: is not when happy in they, the break.
2: Can I just, before we get it, can I just say this is the most thankless task you can be involved in? Are going to Selecting do next an all-Australian squad. I think my time's come to an end, to be honest with you.
0: So, and then just... There are more the, thankless Richo, jobs. Richo, this that, is Matt. what I plead to you because you it's are... A you are it very, very it's a hard job. It is a very, very difficult job. Now, as you know, I've been trying very hard to get this podcast in the media.
2: Unfortunately... You don't use me as your it.
0: Well, I'm just thinking maybe if you give us just something that we can sell to the media as to why, because there was some incredible snubs. Now, before we go through the team, let's just go through some of the glaring omissions that perhaps... Maybe should have been included. Stephen May, obviously. Bizarre that he wasn't in there. It is a bit bizarre. Todd Goldstein, not in there. Mitch Wallace, Lockie Whitfield, Jared Lyons, Sam Collins. I, I, I can see Sam Collins up being here. Adam Sard. there was a case he made. Mitch Duncan, Jake Lloyd, so, Michael Walters. So there's – how many
2: names have you got there? Eight? Yeah. I'd so probably. you've got to find eight players now to drop out. So you, you throw
1: up names, but then you've got to bring them out. Look, yep. I'll, It is a thankless job. It is – It is. So I'll talk you through... I'll only only ask you one question before we get into that. I I only see one problem and that was the omission of Stephen May. I think he's been good enough to be in the starting 22 of the All-Australian. Now, everything else is fine. I I, I don't think that Mitch Wallace deserved to be in there. I don't think that Walters deserved to be in there. All those players that you mentioned, Goldstein probably didn't deserve to be in there. But Stephen May, I think his first six games weren't outstanding, but I think he's back... 12 games were as good as anybody's in the competition and that's why I thought that at least with me having him in the top 22 he could have been in your top 40. So did you just say his first six games weren't that good? I didn't say say they weren't that good. I say they weren't as good as his last 12. They were okay.
2: Look I I think overall when you look at the 40 I think immediately the two names that came to mind were Stephen May and Todd Goldstein and they were extremely stiff and what you're doing here is splitting hairs but I'll just talk you through the process. There's only two meetings this year because there was only 17 games and obviously the AFL, a lot going on. Normally there are three meetings, but with the shortened season, two meetings. So first meeting was after round eight was completed, okay? So you sit round on a Zoom because no one could get together. So the panel sits there after round eight and you go through each team and you you, you pick out the players that you think are worthy of being in the squad at that stage and you might there might be 60 or 70 names on the board after you go through the 18 teams. Okay, so that's after round 8. So at that point you had a f- quite a few defenders up there, Harris Andrews, Weedering, Darcy Moore, McGovern was up there at that point before he got injured, Dane Rampey was up there at that point, Dylan Grimes, Jonas. So there's quite a few tall defenders, key defenders up there at that point, at the first meeting. And the All-Australian team is based over the whole season. Yep. So there you go. At that meeting, you've got seven or eight key defenders there, of which Stephen May wasn't one. Now, obviously, after round eight, he really got going. He had an unbelievable back half of the year and is extremely stiff to not be in the 40. But you've still got to take into account the key defenders that were on that board, at both meetings. And those players were Wietering, who had a great year. Can you argue with Wietering being in there? No, probably not. Harris no. Andrews missed the last few games, but clearly I think the best one-on-one yep. one with in shutdown. The, in the starting 22. Darcy Darcy Moore, incredible year. Yep. Right. Collingwood, just about the best defence <laughs> in the competition. Tom Jonas was in there at both meetings, and Port Adelaide had the best defence in the competition. Their captain leads the defence. And Dylan Grimes's name was up there again. Now he's maybe not a key defender. but So there you've got five key defenders. Yep. You've also then got interceptors like Haynes, Ryan and Nick Floston and Jordan Ridley. Then you've got Maynard, Shepherd, Daniel and Darcy Byrne-Jones as different yep. types of defenders. So you've got 13 or
1: 14 defenders are you up are saying now? you can only have like for like? So if I want to put... Stephen May in, yeah. I have to take a key defender out. Now, what, what I'm saying because is... Why can't I take out a Darcy Byrne-Jones? Why can't I take out a Jordan because, to, because you need to have
2: balance in a squad of 40. So you need all types of players, key defenders, running yep. defenders, interceptors. Then you've got all of your on-ballers, cup wingmen. Then you've got to have forwards and, and ruckmen. So you've only got 40. So as I said... Andrews, Moore, Jonas, Grimes and Wheatering, all key defenders. They were all on the board at both meetings. Um, Stephen May is obviously the next one and he's extremely stiff. Now, a lot of people will disagree. I get that. You're splitting hairs, but that's the process that you go through. Right.
1: Okay. So when I look at it and I say... So which
2: one of them key defenders (laughs) are you leaving out for Stephen May? Yeah,
1: I don't need to swap him out for a key defender. Right. I can swap him out for a Darcy Byrne-Jones. I can swap him out for a Jordan Ridley because I think he's had a better year than them. But when you look at your team and you talk about you balance, need balance, yeah. balance right? right? Caleb Daniel is at halfback, who is a run and carry player. You've got Vlostone maybe on another halfback, who's a very good run and carry player. You've got Nick Haynes on the other halfback flank. If you've got another back pocket, so you have got three of them who intercept the ball, run and carry, yeah. use it well. So I think that you've got those three. So why yeah. do you need Darcy Byrne Jones? Why do you need Ridley in there? So, I think old frothy's name probably should be in there. Did you just
2: listen? There's five key backs in there, and you've just got to have balance in your squad, and he's extremely stiff. That's the process that was can, committed to. Can
0: it. I ask the question? Why? What, what happened there? Hey, the other, the s- other thing is, that doesn't
2: mean that some of the selectors didn't have Stephen May in, but at oh, the end of the day. Who? Name, I'm names. Not name naming, names. But at the end of the day. Did you? you? if you've got to get down to a vote, then you put your hand up and if the numbers are... You should know this from politics. (laughs) If you need the numbers, (laughs) if you've got to go round and... Some you people, the swing. <laughs> some people on the panel may have had Stephen May in there, and some mightn't. But did he you, wasn't there at both meetings, and you need to be there for the whole. Did season. Did
1: you have Stephen May? Is there. it fair I'm to not say Warren had, Fred Ray really pushes the Adelaide I, people?
2: I'm not. No, that's not right. It's. It's. I'm saying that at the end of the day, if you if you split on a player and you have to go to a who vote, if the want, numbers aren't there, they're not. Who there. didn't want Goldstein? We're not talking about that.
0: Why not? No. Okay, well, here's the question. Out of the Now you've done the squad. What needs to change between the squad and the 22? Or is the 22 decided?
2: The 22's picked and that are, that's announced tonight. So there'll be a whole new round of abuse tomorrow for this election.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, there we go.
2: I'm, right. not putting, I'm not turning my phone on tomorrow. Um, look, look, I cool. understand. And you now the other thing I understand, if you follow Melbourne, you're passionate about your team, you are filthy that
1: Stephen May's not in there. So I get the passion.
0: Do you like Twitter this week? Did you have to have a break?
1: From I felt like you needed to get on Twitter to explain the situation. He really, he really went for that. <laughs> and then well, Tom it t- Brown said, oh, I agree, Matthew. You
2: know what? I nearly I nearly deleted the app off my phone the other night. No, you love it. Yeah. you're It's a good debate. It's a good debate.
0: Speaking of Twitter Nuffies, how about Brownie this week to What's start chirping up?
1: With what? Patrick Dangerfield's footage. Oh, I just thought it was good footage. I, 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 you know why oh, he does
2: it? Because it involves his Sunday footy show mates, Damo and Purple. That oh, oh, he's sick. the same person.
1: All
0: right, hover circles s- and then we're done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had contact from Why is all- he called Purple, by the way? <laughs> Sorry, huh? Uh, because they thought that he had a purple rinse put through his hair (laughs) at one stage. It meant to be a brown rinse, but it just went a little bit purple. A bit like Maddie Lloyd's hair, goes a bit purple. That's right. The just for men. Had
0: contact from all over the globe after our homothetical last (laughs) week. Of course, that was if you had to go to bed one time for the rest of your life, what time would it be? Had
2: suggestions. What was the popular time?
0: Uh, 11 o'clock seemed to be sort of Hmm. the, the biggest hitting zone this week. Going a different tact, we're back to our usual four these ones put together by our fantastic producer, Nath. Richo. Yes. This is just for you. For the rest of your life, you can give up two things you hate doing, but like every putting time. Putting out the bins or. Yep, something yeah. you just hate doing or like
1: yeah. work. Getting out of the car to put petrol in. Yes. But every
0: time Brandy calls you to, to do, to help with something, you have to do it. So I can give up two things. You hate? But, but every time he of- calls. You have to go and help him. If he says, hey, can you help me um, oh, right.
1: move? Yeah, I got uh, it. it. I got it. it. But the thing you but got to think about is how many times in my life and your yeah. life have I rang you and said, Matthew, I need help with this? No, but I think the question here is does he know that? Does he Ooh. know?
2: Because if he knows that, I feel like he doesn't
0: know at the start, but I reckon like a trained dog, he would slowly start to pick up. If he just thinks <laughs> right. every time he picks up the phone and you do help him, he'd be like, oh, maybe something's going. So he might work it out.
2: Yeah, but he hasn't. He's never had great street no. smarts, hummer. So I, I'm,
0: <laughs> he's I'm, learning difficulties that prevented. I, that. I don't.
2: I'm not sure he'd pick it up. So I'm, I'm starting to swing here. I, yeah. Originally, I thought no, I don't want him ringing me saying come over and babysit my kids or my dog's just yeah. you know done something. I need you to come and tidy up. Um, I thought no, I don't want Nathan doing that because he'll abuse that. But I don't think he'll pick up on it. So I'm going to give up. Two things, yeah. and take the risk of him ringing me every day.
0: Nice, yeah, it's well measured answer. If one animal in the world was just as smart as humans, does the same thing we do, and we have to live amongst each other, what would you choose? Mm. So it's like an animal that's just like say, sweet like.
2: dogs are man's best friend. I've never had a dog, and I know a lot of people love their dogs, but I've never had one. So I mm. might go. I might go. Oh, I get chimpanzee. They're already quite human-like, aren't but that's,
0: they? Hey, that's, they're very pretty similar as is. Like these guys will be on the train with you and working.
1: Yeah, well, I, I like chimpanzees I got a dog, huh? come Yeah, I'm think dog. dog. If I, am a dog man.
0: If my dog Arthur could be my, like my proper, he's my best mate. But my real best mate, I'd be, I'd be over the moon. Um, if a zombie plague was to start right now, where would you hold up?
2: Ooh. You know what? I watched a doco on SBS about George Bush and his whole presidency. He's eight years. George W. Bush.
0: Did you see the older one or the younger one?
2: No, he's the younger one. And when September 11 happened, you were in New York. When September 11 happened, he was uh, flown to some base in the middle of America, Nebraska or somewhere, and they took him down into his really? bunker. And he was down in a bunker for a few hours while they sorted out what was going to go on. I'd go there. I'd fly to well, that bunker. Well, would you be allowed in? Would well, it be pretty safe there, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, but they're
2: not just going to let you in their bunker. Ah, well, I'll try and get in. I'd go I've tried to get island. into a lot of nightclubs in my time <laughs> and I've had to talk a fair bit of rubbish. <laughs> I'm going to back myself at the bunker. Where are you going, Brownie? <laughs> I've got no idea,
0: huh? Yeah, yeah, zombies can't swim. Hey, can not they? No. Nah. I'm pretty sure.
2: if you seen Brownie
0: swimming? <laughs> <laughs> not a great swimmer. Uh, last one. If Jurassic Park was real, yep. would you go?
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, oh, definitely. I love it's that movie. Suit. Yeah. I it's filmed, it was filmed in Hawaii, wasn't it? Yeah. If you get behind them, they can't see you. So you always got to try and... What? Yeah. Well, they yeah. can't they turn around. They don't have peripheral vision. Are you telling dinosaurs? me a brontosaurus, that big neck, can't turn yeah, it's neck can't around? Yeah, has can't turn around. Exactly. I don't believe what? How that. Do Maybe they, it's just a T-Rex. How do
0: they know that? How <laughs> do they know that dinosaurs could not see you behind? Well, and they, they, they know. I, I can't see someone behind me.
1: No, she yes, can. You just turn around. Mm. Not if they're directly behind me. But they take a long time to turn around. The dinosaur, like, <laughs> it, but, and then you can just. No, the T Rex is uh, the Brontosaurus. That big neck it's got. Mm.
0: <laughs> oh God! All right, well,
1: but just... it's not a meat eater either. Hey? Brontosaurus. It was a plant eater.
0: Which one's a plant?
1: Yeah, okay. But now answer this for me. I just want to go
2: back to this because you didn't listen to what I said. Oh, dear. Uh, there were five key defenders. <laughs> Which one do you leave out? Going back
0: to the
1: All-Australian. That
0: is going to do us, hey, some good news as well. you tweet if about you it again. Sad, if you're sad, if you're upset that Rich O'Brien and Hummer was going to stop when the footy season finished, yeah. it's not going to. We're going a summer edition. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. We
2: we'll we'll talk rubbish anyway, but anyway. The audience numbers are so fantastic that you, we just
0: need to keep them going. <laughs> hey, the good voice. luck. <laughs> Enjoy the week off. If you're in Melbourne, keep fighting the good fight. We're, we're going all right. We should be. Hitting the golf course next week, the pub a couple of weeks after. Gamble responsibly.